Everybody ain't built to just leap in Dive into a world where no one saves you when you're sinking It's all or nothing, nothing we won't do this to maintain A higher living, higher status, higher place to reign Going insane while the world is trying to tell us something No holding back, no strings attached It's all or nothing Hello, everyone. Welcome to Horror and Hooch. I am Kay Blatt of the Fifth Wall. I am here with Jake Astral of the Fifth Wall and Desiree of Tempered Drinks. Can you guess what tonight's going to be about? <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, we are going to cover the good, the bad, and a lot of the ugly of season eight. And, you know, some of our favorite moments from the whole series. So um, it's going to get really interesting tonight. <laughs> um, Desiree, can you give us our uh, brief review of our drink ingredients? And then we'll go into so, a little more in a minute. All right. So tonight, in honor of Cersei, we are drinking a little wine. Um, so this drink is actually called Cersei Sangria. And the ingredients are a white wine, which I chose a Sauvignon Blanc. And this this was cupcake because it was just what I had today. Uh -huh. <laughs> a little triple sec. And then you need some fresh berries. Um, I chose cherries and raspberries berries for this recipe. If you allergic, if you like something different, berries doesn't matter because it's a sangria. And then also you need a little bit of lime, but not a lot. Oh. Uh, fresh lime. I'm sorry, not juice. <laughs> oh, I, I use juice. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> I was like, I may be lime juice. Too. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> no, no. Same effect. Um, so we'll get into kind of how we fix that drink in just a minute before we start sipping, <laughs> which we're going to get to for Cersei Sangria. Um, let's kind of recap just a bit of uh, season eight before we break it down. Um, this was, I guess, how we wrapped up everyone's story. Um, the whole... Poorly. Uh, you know, pretty much point of Game of Thrones was who is going to sit on the Iron Throne after, you know, that whole thing happened with the Mad King. And it's like who, you know, that's what, you know, Game of Thrones story started way before we got to the show. So it's kind of been all about who is going to sit on the Iron Throne. And, you know, all the battles and all the, the wars and deaths and family split ups and people coming back together all is leading to this one moment of who's going to sit on the throne and also what are we going to do when the uh white walkers show up and so we got all of that in six episodes <laughs> basically we wrapped it up is how we deal with the white walkers and the night king 
and um, who is going to be the new ruler of Westeros. Um, and I don't think it was what anybody predicted. I would like to meet somebody who predicted that it would be brand. Sorry, spoilers. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> you haven't watched it? Don't watch us first. Come back and see us after you watch it. Plenty of spoilers. Okay. But I don't think anybody would have guessed Bran was going to be the one to be the, the new king. Yeah. Everyone was saying that on Facebook. Like, I'm going to go ahead and admit, viewers, I am the part of the 3% that has not <laughs> watched the Game of Thrones. I see the little memes and everything, so... I don't know. I'm just that type. I'm gonna wait till the hype die down, and then I'll dig into it. That's really what it is, like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that you was, probably did it the smart way. Yeah, everybody was upset because they they thought it should been you know maybe a couple of maybe one or two other people that everybody wanted it to be. They wanted it to be Daenerys. Uh, and the other half wanted it to be John. And we didn't, nobody really got what they wanted. And we got something that nobody saw coming. And that's why everybody was so <laughs> It was like, not even, you can't even say Bran was the least that uh, person somebody expected because he was not even in the running. You know, he was like low key right. the past couple seasons. It's like, how did you get from here to there? Like, yeah. like how did that happen? We gonna did get it happen? Like <laughs> we gonna get into it. <laughs> but can I get like a little span? Like, did it happen in like one episode or like one or two episodes? Like, um, how did they do that yeah. to y'all? For the so, one very last episode. Yeah. For a brand, it just dropped this in our lap. There was no. Yeah. See, that's why no they couldn't get the coffee cup out of the other scene <laughs> because they were so focused on that scene right there. <laughs> Yeah, Bran's character arc, we didn't see him becoming the king. Uh, Bran is a character that has like the psychic abilities, you would say, of the show. So he can see things. And then it just, it's mighty funny that he saw himself being the king and nobody else did and he didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I wouldn't either. They would try to kill me. <laughs> he just had, he put stuff in motion for it to work. That's right. what he did. Right. So it's it's like he kind of like set everybody up and set everybody in place just so that he could end up, you know, taking the throne in the end. So that that's how we wrap that up real quick and fast. But we're going to dive into that. Let's kind of get our sip on real quick. All right. Sipping, sipping, sipping. You guys, <laughs> this is not my normal thing. I usually mm -hmm. make drink on camera. But for sangria, you want to let it sit. You want to let the flavors melt. So this was pre-made. I'm sorry. Y'all didn't get to see the greatness this time. So this is my sangria. I'm about to pour it up, but I'm going to tell you how to make it. So usually sangria, you make for a big group. So I'm going to give you the big group recipe. You're going to start with your bottle of wine, 750 milliliters. That's the standard bottle of wine. Put a whole thing in there. All of it. It's empty. Ain't nothing in here. Gone. So um, in addition to your wine, you want to do a fourth a cup of triple sec. Um, when you mix these two, you want to give it at least an hour to steep and chill in the refrigerator. Um, if you don't, if the flavor's not, not going to be the same. So prepare this ahead of time, which is what I did. And once you've got that steeped, as long as you want it to, 
You get you some fresh berries. Like I said, I use raspberries and cherries for this one. If you do cherries, make sure you pit them. Um, and you drop those in right before you're ready to serve it. You can see my fruit. That's what makes it a sangria. Um, the other part of this recipe is fresh lime. You, you will also cut up a little bit of fresh lime. I wouldn't even use half because it's going to give you a bitter taste. I actually use none today because I don't need that bitter in my life. But the recipe does call for it. So, get your cute little glass. Um, I did freeze some of my fruit ahead of time since you can't use really ice cubes in wine. It just don't work. Um, little frozen fruit keeps you chill. And that's it. It's a very easy drink. It's a big group drink. You got folks over at the house, toss up some sangria real quick and you'll be good. I'm excited about this opportunity. Um, I chose this drink for Cersei because all she did the entire season, seasons, <laughs> series, was stand in her window and drink wine once she became the queen. So we get to stand and drink wine tonight like we Cersei. This I like girl. I like queens. No, no, no. No. She was mad. I'm not even going to say no. Mm-mm. We not gonna I don't know none of these characters, y'all. <laughs> First of all, I want to show everybody my um my glass. Kima, what's that in your cup? You know, uh, uh, berries. <laughs> For all the uh Tyrion fans here <laughs> Ooh, and House Lannister. That's good. I don't like you, Cersei, but I like your <laughs> Um, let's and the colder it is, the better it is. Yes, I have mine's um, you know, in the fridge for a good minute, getting chilled. I thought about adding ice, but then I was like, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. So I didn't do it. <laughs> you would have watered it down. I know, and then I thought about it. I was just like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Um Favorite moments and dislikes. But first, before we go into that, because that's going to take us a minute. Episode three, Desiree, can you recap? This was probably the best episode of the season, I would say. Can you recap uh, three for us? Oh, my God. So episode yeah. three was like, <laughs> it was what we had been waiting for. It was the culmination yeah. of everything coming yeah. together. Um, this is the episode which we finally got the battle between the world and the White Walkers. Um, in this episode, John was able to get together his armies, Daenerys' armies, everybody but Westeros, Cersei, um, <laughs> and they fought the battle with the White Walkers. Um, it was dramatic. It had some points where you was like, oh. How they doing that? Because I promise you, the White Walkers will sacrifice their lives uh, to get you through. Know, that true? <laughs> that they and it's the second time you've seen them do that. Fire. Yes, they just threw themselves on the fire. Like, here we go, y'all. Walk over me. I'm going to burn to death, but y'all can do this. Um, yeah. There were some great surprises. I think this is that that was the episode that the Night King showed you his real power because you done killed all these folks on the battlefield and he decided, oh, well, thank you. Let me raise these folks from the dead to fight for me. 
Um, and so you pretty much, if you've not watched any of the Game of Thrones, you can watch season, uh, mm-hmm. season eight, episode three, and mm-hmm. get your life and put everything together. Because the battle gave you everybody's death who should die. Mm-hmm. Um, and before each death, you got a little piece of the past so that it makes right. sense. Right. So they did um, recaps throughout it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would get like a memory flashback or something will be said between characters that'll spark your memory. Like, oh, that's what happened. So they did really good with that in season, I mean, episode three. Um, I like the. Arya was the shit. Yeah. Arya yeah. Stark saved the day. She is the one with no name who killed the Night King yes. um, because he does die, y'all. He had to. Like, he had to. It had to happen. You knew it was coming. You just didn't know how. Um, again, Bran sat around and did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but um, the battle scene was probably my favorite because in the beginning, you got like some hope. The Dothraki ran out there on the <laughs> battlefield. Right, you know, and you really thought something was going. You know, they got us hyped up at the beginning with the flame, and they was all lit. Work on these, but yeah. and then when it, it got real quiet, when all the their the flames went out <laughs> on their weapons, everybody it just got like it was lit up, and then everything just started going like dark, and then everybody was quiet because you was in shock. Yes, they were in. I was in shock. I was hyped up for a minute and uh, that didn't work out. Yeah, no. So (laughs) who did you two want it to have the throne? Like this changed drastically for me in season eight because I had been team Targaryen slash Arya Stark all through the series. It had to be one of them for me. Season eight hit and I was like, Daenerys, sit your ass down. I was done because she was blinded and she turned into her father. She was blinded by revenge. She was blinded by what she Um, wanted. She was selfish. She pissed me off the whole season. And it was only six episodes. She pissed me off all six. So basically, well, they they took a pause from worrying about the the Great War for uh, to kill off the White Walkers. The White Walkers are basically zombies. So before you can worry about who's going to rule Westeros, it's got to be a Westeros because the walkers could have came and killed everybody. Like when they came to um, Winterfell, did you see how they was like, you could barely even see them. Everything was like, like they was like chopping them nights up left and fast. Like they're not even your typical zombie. They're, They're fast and they get you like this. And they were willing to sacrifice themselves laying in the fire to make a path for the rest of them. Like ants. <laughs> Freaking dragon yes. ants. Yes. Like, ants. You know, they're more powerful zombies. They, they have somebody who's intelligent that rules over them, which is the Night King. And before we could even finish, you know, get back to who's going to get the throne, we got to get the White Walkers out of the way or else they just, you know, everybody will be dead. Um, but you know what? You keep saying like they're already dead, right? right. The White Walkers. That's why they don't mind sacrificing themselves. They're they already had, dead. That's right. That's right. And they didn't because they wanted they they were what you got to lose for that for the Night King. I met the Night King. Maybe wanted to be the king of Westeros. 
and he's dead. You just <laughs> it was just now that would have been. I might do. I need to watch it then. That sounds cool, right there. Yeah, I, just thought, I thought the show was. was all about incest and dragons. No, <laughs> see, that's, there was some that's why you gotta watch it. That's why you gotta watch it. And we have like if you watch that episode three, and you could you see the red witch as well. She helped. Um, she helped them during that battle with the White Walker. She lit up the Dothraki swords so that oh, okay. out there like they were holding up their weapons, and she did a spell, and all of their swords lit on fire. And see, that's that's you know hype. When it started, and then they didn't make it, you know. <laughs> they all came, like three or four of them came running back. Yes, and that was it. Yeah, shout out to Barrick and his sword, who's always lit up. I would like one of those. Barrick's sword always on fire. <laughs> well, not at all. No, 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 no. to him. But you know, after we got past that whole thing, then we get back to the Battle of Westeros. Okay, let's get back to who's gonna sit on the Iron Throne. You got Cersei. House Lannister, who wants to take the throne. Um, we got uh, House Stark left. Um, well, no. We got who really wanted to sit on the throne though for House Stark? Like Sansa didn't want to be the queen of Westeros. Yes, she did. She wanted to be queen in the north. <laughs> yes, she did. Well, you can. Well, and and you got Jon Snow. It would have had to been Jon. Oh, but mm -hmm. anyway. And then you had House Targaryen, um, which those were the three that were left. I mean, if you count for the whole series, everybody was trying to get up there. Everybody. Uh, House Tyrell, the Greyjoys, the Bull Baratheons. You know, everybody was trying to jump on the bandwagon. But by the final season, it was just kind of between really House Lannister and House Targaryen. You still had House Stark, but they was just kind of like more want to protect the North instead right. of Old Westeros, it's like we just gonna protect our area. I don't know about y'all, right? And we get to this last battle, and um, that's when all the fans of Daenerys Targaryen started to question her sanity. And it's what was she doing, girl? girl? Yes, girl, and she heard them knocking the if you buck bells in her head. That's what <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about me. What we part of my favorite thing? <laughs> she did. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> she put what so you don't watch it but there's a meme going out um <laughs> there was a the deal was this okay they were gonna go into battle at westeros and they said that if Tyrion made a deal with her if they surrender if they ring the bell leave it alone let it's done mm -hmm. we're not gonna burn the city we're not gonna kill innocent children and people if the soldiers surrender let that be the end so she come in spitting hot fire. The soldiers are fighting. They realize we can't beat this dragon. They start dropping their swords. So she's perched up on a building and you waiting to see if the bells are going to ring. Here come the bells. They start ringing in the city. So what should have happened was they surrendered. Woo, woo, woo. We won the war. Let's go see how we're going to handle this. Instead, she gets this crazed look on her face and yep. decides burn all this shit down. Yep. And so her and the dragon went to burn town. Burn everything down. Was she on her so, period? Girl. She could have been. But no, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened. Daenerys Targaryen actually started off as a fan favorite. This is a recap of kind of her backstory. 
Um, her family was the one who ruled the Iron Throne a long time ago. And then her father, went the, crazy. he kind of went crazy and they killed him off and somebody else took the throne, uh, Robert Baratheon. Well, that didn't fall too far from the tree, I guess. And, and let's see, but and let but let's see. She had a she she wasn't always that way. So her brother kind of sold her off into marriage with the dog. He's like, I'm gonna let you're gonna marry Cal Drogo, and we're gonna take their army. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, some some things happened, and they tried to burn her. Some people tried to light set her, uh burn her up, and um, found out she could not be burnt. And at the same time, they also found out that she had a got a gift of like three eggs. So within that fire, she made it alive and the three eggs hatched into three dragons. And so she kind of went on this journey. She freed, she got her army by freeing them. They were slaves. She freed, she freed the, them from being slaves and took them on as her army and decided like, I'm going to take y'all. Y'all are going to come with me. Um, so she just kind of had this like long journey of being a stronger person like a, a lot of people didn't respect her in the beginning but when they saw her and her dragons and her army she kind of earned her respect yeah. and like, you know what it could have been like sometimes the strong get weak well what what happened was when she got to king's landing they took her best friend and they killed one of her dragons mm, she did her. get weak emotionally in front of her and so that that was that was it. And her and her best friend, by the way, said right before they beheaded her in front of them, Dracaris, which means like 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 they ass up. Pretty much. It's <laughs> that she get the dragon when she wants the dragons to spit flame. So she pretty much told her like they shit on fire. But she said turn that thing up. She said turn up like, last words. And she was like, Dracaris. And, and her head went wrong. So she lit the whole city up. So that's kind of where people, she, you know, said she went crazy. But I mean, how would you feel if, and those dragons were like her children. So imagine your child, your child dying in front of you and your best friend dying in front of you. Would you not light everybody on fire for this? Oh, I would turn all the way up. And just like that mama that just got arrested in Virginia mm -hmm. for fighting them teenagers because they were trying to jump her dog. I fight. I was. I will pepper spray the whole clique. <laughs> trying to jump my child. At least I ain't swaying on it. I pepper sprayed you. She turned it all the way up like she was supposed to. So Desiree, give me your favorite moments and the things. You did. Let's do favorites first because those are few. What What are some of your favorites from this season? This season, oh god. Um. There weren't any. No, I'm playing. Um, yeah, you got you got one or two. <laughs> so I, okay, my number one on this season was of course Arya killing the Night King. Right, because um, she pulled that trick out her book, and yes, the, with it, the, it, with the, it yeah. caught me off guard because when she dropped the knife, um, if you did not watch this, okay, let me go back. So Arya is. She got a word, a message from the Red Witch. Red Witch was like, "Hey, we crossed paths again." What did I tell you last time we spoke? What she, she said? Close, she told her she would close many eyes. She told her green eyes, blue eyes, and I think brown eyes. That's um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the Night King has blue eyes. So 
um, when Ar when she told Arya that Arya was kind of looking at her and she was like, what do we say to the god of death? And Arya said, not today. And she took off running. Now, the god of death um, reference is from her trainer who trained her as a child um, in her battle skills. Um, so that was something that he, a mantra he had for her. What do we say to the god of death? Not today. Which pretty much means we ain't losing this fight. So when she took off running at that moment, I knew she was going to be the one. Everybody else missed it, I guess, because everybody I talked to was like, I didn't see it coming. I was like, how? I, like, I thought it was going to be Jon Snow. Mm -mm. I knew it was Arya. So then the rest of the episode, I was just anticipating, like, damn, what's taking her so long? John over here fumbling, trying to fight a dragon. He finna die. Where the hell is Arya? I thought she was going to save him when he was in the field with all the uh, White Walkers. Then show up. I was irritated. But when she did get to the place where the Night King was, it was in an open field by the Tree of Life. What the hell is the name of the tree? Tree of life. Tree of life. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> them weeping willow type trees. I don't know. Um, but Bran was waiting there to lure the Night King out because he knew the Night King was coming for him. Mm -hmm. Um, he had Theon protecting him, but he knew the man was gonna die because right before he died, he said. You were a great man. Thank you for your help. Nigga, you just let him die. You just let him die. Let him die. <laughs> um, so you thought it was over because he didn't kill the only thing protecting Bran. Bran in a damn wheelchair sitting in the middle of the field. He ain't got nobody else. You thought the end was coming. And I'm still looking like, God dang, where are you at? Wait, so you telling me the person that got the throne, I am I am not trying to shun anyone that has disabilities. Oh, yes, you ain't yes. you in a wheelchair, girl. Yeah. And they call him, wait, listen to this. They call him Brand the Broken. Brand the Broken. Okay, so let me get back to it. No, Brand the Broken. The will be first. Don't you dare. <laughs> Brand they don't life. let the ooh, the cripple. See, they let because, you know you okay, can't so he let nothing hold you back. I like that. He, he let the woman with disability. He wasn't born crippled. What happened with that was oh, oh, oh. Cersei, Cersei and her brother Jamie. That was the incest she was talking about. They was okay. the incestuous couple. So Brand just happened to be climbing trees. And looking in the window at the moment that they was doing the nastiness. See, look how that far that evil spread it. You see that? Go ahead. Tell me what happened. Cersei's brother slash lover didn't want to be found out because, mind you, right. he was married to the king at the time, Robert Baratheon. So they right. were doing, just doing the most. Exactly. And she was married to the king. And so to protect them, uh, her brother Jamie pushed Bran out of the window. And he said, walked over and did this shit real slick, like, bloop. He did. <laughs> what? He looked at the boy when he pushed him out the window, but they he, thought he was dead. He, he kind of like he did this year and was like, oh, so y'all telling me that this boy was climbing on <laughs> his day. <laughs> so anyway. He knew. He knew. I bet. I bet he saw the whole vision when he fell from wherever he fell from. He was like, "I'm gonna be on that throne." He probably saw that thing. <laughs> That's why I said he the puppet master. He saw it. He was like, "Oh, you pushed me out the window." Okay. See, look, you are gonna be my footstool. I'm gonna play all y'all. He did. He did. He did. But he annoyed me on his journey because every time some shit was popping off. 
brand would go psychic and he blacked the fuck out. So old girl had to drag his ass forever to because he couldn't walk. And but he wasn't going out. psychic. He was having some daggone panic attacks. Mm-mm. Every time something popped off. But anyway, in the Any field, moments. <laughs> Night King, Arya killed him. It was great. Um, for season eight, I I want to say John killing Daenerys was a favorite moment, but it just wasn't as gruesome as I had imagined it was gonna happen. Like, I figured if he killed her, it would be some dramatic ass shit because she killed everybody else so dramatic. But yeah. it was more of like a Romeo Juliet. I don't really want to do this, but I got two type of shit, and I was like, um, all right. Now the Dragon's Rebellion was bomb. I was I I like that because the animal, the beast, was the smartest nigga in the room. Right, Drogon set that episode off. Like he was like, you know what? If my mama can't sit on this throne, nobody's sitting on this throne, and just and lit, lit that shit all the way up. Ain't no more throne. On fire. <laughs> Ain't no Which, I was mad it was a throne anyway because everything else in the city burned down. How the hell throne still sitting up there? Well, she made sure Drogon didn't, didn't burn that down. Uh, <laughs> um, let me see. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Arya killing the Night King. Um, she she came in and saved the day. Uh, let's see. I thought the scene where Bran was sitting there waiting for Jamie to pull up. <laughs> Shady boots. Shady. I thought that was hilarious when he said he was waiting for an old friend and Jamie get off the boat. So basically, Jamie's face was even more hilarious. Yes, he came face to face with the guy who crippled him later on. What? Yes. <laughs> be like, did okay when he did it? Was it more as like I'm king? He got to see that, no, or it was before, no, it was, it was before, before he was king? Yeah. Okay. But because old boy thought he was dead. It, that's why I was so dramatic because he walked in and was like, "Oh shit!" Like he is alive. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, I don't. I mean, you know, everybody's done figured out. I don't watch the show, but it's just what I've seen in the media so far. And what was funny to me was the Starbucks cup. Like <laughs> everybody was tripping out about the scene. Was that in season eight or another season? Yes, that was this season. Um, yeah, that was this season. And I actually noticed it during the episode. I didn't notice it. I didn't. Did it? I thought I was tripping. That I didn't know because I was so in the episode that I didn't so a lot of people really didn't notice it. It's just kind of the fact that as expensive as these, you know, this show is, you would think that, um, you know... <laughs> Somebody they, that. But what okay, as you saying, as expensive as the show is, what if that was left there for a reason? Well, and that's what some people are saying. Nah, they just it could have been up. product placement, but I don't think so. Somebody got because it wasn't uh, I don't I think it was it. product placement. <laughs> well, that's what everybody thought at first, but it ended up not really being a Starbucks, like actual Starbucks cup. It was some other coffee shop. Yeah, yeah and they, 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 they,
was oh a water bottle on the in the final episode was underneath one of the chairs that the cast was sitting on. So they missed that too. I told you these niggas was just lazy on this last season. That's what we with all the writing. They were lazy. On that on this show, just just lazy. I think yeah, I think those, those might have been my my favorite part. But, um, three was just I don't um, know, some of my brilliant. worst moments, I guess, Woo! for this season. I'm gonna say Cersei's death. Mine too, because it was anticlimactic as fuck. She deserved um, a terrible death. Her incestuous brother. Left his side piece because I'm gonna call a side piece. They hadn't got that yet, um, because he still loved his damn sister. Um, but Brienne was like the shit. She was a female warrior, the only one there was. They had just made her a knight. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. she was like she protected through half of the series. He could have redeemed um, himself, and as she was trying to get home to the north. And Brienne, she was just really tom. She was probably like the tomboy back in that day. She was what a tomboy would have been. Um, and she was a knight. Well, she wanted to be a knight. She didn't get to be a knight until the last battle. But um, she was in love with Jamie. Jamie, the lost his hand. He ain't the warrior he used to be, but she still loved him. So after they won the battle, she was like, they lost his hand. Yes, he lost his hand. So Jamie had a nickname of the Kingslayer, um, and he got captured at some point during the series, and they cut his hand off. I I can't remember. It was in a battle. I can't remember what happened or why. Yeah, they were like but in a after that, battle. he was um, using. Oh Jesus! Don't drop the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he he, he was using a gold model hand um, for the rest of the season. So he learned to fight with one hand, which. That was an amazing feat or whatever. But he was getting old. He was slowing down. And Brienne was like, come on to be my boo. Like, let us live this life together. And he said, no, I'm going to go back to the city for this last wait, battle. Wait, 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 All right. So the brother had a lover, his yep. sister, and the man. No, no, no. His sister was his lover. Okay, because I just got confused. I was like, Lord, he is doing a lot. No, 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 no. The sister was his lover. Okay, okay. Brienne, Brienne was the tomboy. Night. Okay, tonight. They had fallen into like love something. Brienne loved She him. loved him. I don't know if you Situationship. They was a situationship. She gave and the draws after they won the battle. And so and she thought, okay, we're going to stay together. And he oh, basically cool. told her at but the end that he, he get on his horse and he said, "No, I'm going to my sister." Yep, that he, and he, he she looked like Boo Boo the fool. <laughs> but he goes to the city to save his sister. Y'all getting all the tea. I like this. So Tyrion is the baby brother, and he was supposed to um, he was on Daenerys side. He was on Targaryen side. Um, but he still cared about his family. So he tried to convince them to surrender, give it up, whatever. They wouldn't do it. So he told he freed Jamie because Daenerys had captured him. He freed Jamie and told him, save our sister. Get her out the castle and y'all get the hell on somewhere. <laughs> Don't ever come back. So he goes to try to save her. 
she's sitting there while the walls and everything crumble. Like, she's just going to wait for the whole damn place to fall down. And her guards convince her, like, bro, we got to move. So she's running. She runs into Jamie. They try to escape. And pretty much, they get stuck in the damn crumbling building. And die. So... Her dad together. Was, they died together, girl. They oh, were hugging oh, each other as they died. But um, Jamie and so it's either not really anticlimactic because you really wanted Arya to take her out. Wait. What'd you say? I, it was a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it. En- it ended up being anticlimactic because they just died in the crumbling castle. Like nobody killed her. It wasn't a gruesome scene. Like. She was such a bitch all episode and all the series. You just wanted somebody to take her out, and it didn't happen. Now. And, and well, see, basically, like when her son died, I was in my life. Yeah, they were. We kind of got spoiled. He, by- he was poisoned, and yeah. he had to croak and fall out, and it was dramatic, and it was great. Because <laughs> all of the other villains had good deaths, and so we were. And then somebody jumped out. Somebody else jumped out the window. A, a Tommen. Herself. I did. I didn't like that they killed Rhaegal. That's it. Season, season. What is this? Eight, in my opinion, was rushed. It was only six episodes. That's not normal. Um, and it wasn't that great. I, I and not because I didn't get I what I wanted. Okay. Because by season eight, I didn't know who I wanted to have the throne. Yeah. But because. All the story arcs didn't get closure. There were so many open-ended things that happened. Like the Night King had 99 babies that he had turned into White Walkers. But they were infant White Walkers. So we never really saw what happened to them. We can only assume that they grew up. But ain't no telling. Um, and what else happened? There was just a lot of things that were loose, open-ended. So, how do you feel about that, Kima? What do you think was some things that were loose and open-ended with this this season closing? Uh, I just I don't know. I I I I'm okay with how it ended I just wish that there was could have been a couple more things that happened like I'm, I'm okay with how it ended I just wish that we could have seen Arya do her mini face god trick I did too she spent too many seasons learning it I, I wish that what we could we could have seen a little bit more of that um let's see I feel like I, I, of course, I would have wanted Cersei to have another death. I, I feel like we should have gotten a little more about where Drogon was headed, or if there were any more dragons. Like, I don't want—I don't want him to be alone in the world. <laughs> Girl, 
<laughs> and then what did he do with her body? Like he took it and did what? Did he he do like dolphins and just ride till he couldn't ride no more with the dead body? You know, I, that, that too. Uh, I kind of wish that we would have had more of a backstory of the Night King. Oh, and yeah. that, uh, you, did she get dusted like Avengers at the end? <laughs> you know what? Her story never really came together for me. And I was irritated about it because you saw her take that necklace off and turn into this old hag. Um, you never understood what that was about. Nobody ever gave you details on it. There was never like a moment where you was like, oh, that's why she owed this shit with this necklace on. Never. And then when she take it off and crumble, it's because she was old as shit and she took the necklace off, but how did she get in that position to begin with? You never got that story. I was just like, but I tell you what, I enjoyed the cinematography of this season. Yeah, most definitely. That one scene where it was the the final episode and it was when Jon Snow was walking into um, the area to meet up with Danny, and you seen Drogon laying in the snow and they did like the wide shot of Drogon waking up, shaking the snow off of him and then Jon was just standing there. I thought that that was beautiful cinematography. It was nice. I thought that they Try me if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Jon wasn't afraid. I thought that was good cinematography showing. Uh, I like it threw in when you, when you saw Masandi and Grey Worm walking into Winterfell, and you could see like white people looking like there's black people in Winterfell. You know what? That killed me though, because I had to think about that. Damn, they ain't ever seen black people before. I, I like how they how they kind of show that how they were getting those looks, you know. I was like, and then they looked at each other like these folks, yeah. Like they don't know, they don't want that. I yeah, I liked when I liked when Daenerys was giving her speech at the end. And did you see when she was walking up and then Drogon's wings like spread out behind her? That was really good. Behind her, yeah, that was dope. That I was really good. The outfits, everybody's costumes were, were on point. Even Tyrion's little costumes are always so cute. He's always just looked so regal. <laughs> Who is that? Did they call him the He's yeah, amazing. Tyrion, yeah. Tyrion is the imp. They call and 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 uh those medieval times, I guess they would call him the imp. He's cute. I think Drew drinks that he knows things. Jorah had a noble death, though. I, like I wish she would have gave. You know what? Daenerys gave it up to some no, ain't shit niggas. Why she didn't give it up to Jorah? I was always rooting for Jorah. I was rooting for Jorah last season. And when she went in there and slept with Jon Snow, I was mad because I'm like, no, no, you're supposed to. That's for Jorah. <laughs> I was confused because, like, in the beginning, okay, you had Drogon, uh, not Drogon. I'm sorry. Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo. You had that random dude that betrayed her. I don't even remember who he was. Mm -hmm. um, then you had the other dude that she left in the, the last place that was it. They changed it from Slaver's Bay to Dragon's Bay, right? And yeah. Left well, you know what? Why didn't he bring his behind over when they was going to war? Because she said, hold it down for me. You know, she gave him a little speech like what we about to do. He could have came over. Girl. She didn't give everybody the draws, but she didn't give him the George. She didn't give him George. 
Jorah cured himself of the grayscale just to make it back to so her. come the huddle. Come <laughs> <on> the huddle. <laughs> Let's speaking of top 10, we're gonna do. I tried to make it five, you guys. I promise I tried to do five. But we're gonna what you to do top 10. Jorah was old. Jorah ain't that so it don't matter. <laughs> Jorah can be old. Y'all don't do Jorah like that. He was low. said Jorah didn't get the draw because he was old. <laughs> I guess. Y'all, I'll be right back. I'm going to be right back. Um, We're going to do our top 10 OMG moments. I tried to make it five, y'all, but it got extended because it was just so much. So mm -hmm. the first one, um, and they're not even like an order of intensity. It's just moments that were just like, boom. Um, Danny, when we found out that she couldn't be burnt. I thought that was kind of the thing that like kicked off like this is a magical medieval times. It really is magical. When she came out of that fire and the little, you see the little baby dragons was like floating around her. I was like, oh, this is real. Um, I was like, oh, that's a bad bitch right now. Okay. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she a real one. Um, and I think that's when everybody started to respect her. Like she's just not this little weak damsel in distress. Yeah. She's gonna be something. Um Number two, we gonna the red wedding. You see, I got my crimson on for the red wedding. One of my coworkers recently started watching Game of Thrones, and when she got into the, you know, red wedding, I said, "I told you, <laughs> I don't even want to." As the series goes, the red wedding really was our first massive killing, big shock, gruesome scene. So. <clears throat> For everybody, it was like, oh, shit. Like, everybody had that reaction because you hadn't seen yeah. that much death and that drastic before. But on the yeah. flip side of that, when Arya went back and took them out with her many face tricks, that was even better. That that kind of, yeah, that, that brought us a little justice because at that point, I think the Red Wedding showed us that Game of Thrones had no limits. Yeah, like, that ain't they nobody safe. Nobody is exempt in this in the medieval times. If you in Westeros, you can get it. It don't matter who you are, man, woman, child, straight, gay, uh, children, animals, anybody can get it in Westeros. And that's what the Red Wedding kind of showed us, that they don't take betrayal lightly. And yeah. the part was that Arya was right outside. But she came back, did her mini face god trick, and then, you know, all was right in the world. <laughs> so, right. Three, this had me shook for a couple weeks when we finally figured out how Holdor got his name. I cried. Bran. <laughs> I cried. All Bran's fault. Bran it was. had a seizure as a child. Because, I mean, think about it. Think about if you're Hodor looked like he might have been. I mean, he had a regular name back then. He had a real name. He was just out playing. I mean, think about it. if you were just out playing with your friends. You're maybe like somewhere between like maybe 10, 9, 10, 11, 12, that age. And all of a sudden, you have a vision of what your death is going to be like as an adult. And it gave him a seizure. And after he came out of the seizure, that the only thing he because it, he saw himself sacrificing himself to save somebody else, 
and he saw himself holding that door, holding off White Walkers to save Brand's ass. Gave him a seizure, and after that, he just couldn't say nothing but hold door after that. And we never knew hold door meant hold the door for freaking right. <laughs> way, way. <laughs> Listen, see you. <laughs> see, now you got to go watch. You got to wait. His name was called what? So Listen we called this. him hold door. Because the only word he could say, we thought whole door had autism. Whole door could only say whole door. Anytime that's the only word he could say was whole door. It's but, like group. He said yeah. with different inflection, but it's the same damn word. Same word, different emotion, same word. But Brand gave us a vision of how whole door became that way. Whole door was a child playing with his friends. He was regular. He could talk. He had a regular name, everything. And he had a vision. And he saw his death as an adult. And that gave him a seizure. And after he had that seizure, that kind of like messed him up for the rest of his life. Poor baby. Because he saw he saw his death. And it was a gruesome death. It was a terrible death. And that should, I mean, think about it. Think about you just out playing and you kicking it. And then you see that you die in the most terrible way as an adult. And I wouldn't hold nobody though. Exactly. <laughs> hold on. Exactly. I'm gonna change my my death. <laughs> that and that was the problem. Uh, Willis. Somebody gave us his name. Thank you, Marquand. Um, Holdor's real name was Willis, and okay. you know, shout out to Brand for freaking making Holdor, you know, mentally disabled just to save his ass. But hell, didn't he become disabled? Well, but, pay back his mother. But, he, <laughs> but uh, Holdor was a little bit more disabled. Holdor couldn't talk no more. He just could say Holdor. And nobody even knew his name was Willis anymore. Like Because, you know, in medieval times, when something is wrong with you, they kind of cast you aside. Right. So he kind of became an outcast after that. Nobody knew what to do with him. And it was all Brand's fault. Um, let's see. John Snow dying number four. I when he first died, <laughs> I think I cried then too. Nobody saw that coming because he was killed by his own men, and they tried to say they were killing him for the great good. They mm -hmm. all stabbed him and was like, "This is for the wall." And it's like they were really disloyal. Like he didn't really do nothing that bad. They just felt like things could have happened better and they just needed to blame someone and they killed him off for that. But the thing about Jon Snow, he died. It was like a season uh, finale, but the witch brought him back to life. So, right. and that's how, you know, that's where that came. Melisandre finally did, you know, did something good with that because I didn't like the Red Witch before, but she came and kind of put Jon Snow back together but I didn't really see him. It shocked me that his own people turned on him and killed him. Um, <clears throat> what else? The Syrian. Last season seven was it when he died? The Night King threw that spear in the air. Oh yeah. And killed killed the Syrian, and then reanimated him and rolled his ass. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. I hollered. I hollered. When he start blowing blue fire, 
Right. Because I was like, is it ice or is it fire? I don't understand. And then well, I was annoyed every time that. after that. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mark. That they were mad at Jon Snow when he um brought back the wildlings. Because John was trying to build oh, yeah, that's right. between the wildlings and the night's watch, and they weren't trying to hear that. So they, they got girl put that thing on them. John didn't know what to do. Yes. What speaking of, <laughs> she was like, you know nothing, John Snow. I have my little notebook here. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> Really, Kima? Oh, and guess what, Desiree? What does he know? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing in the You movie. know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> and in season eight, he still knows nothing. Girl, he annoyed me in season eight. He was just, he was a punk. I can't say it no other way. He was just, every, his answer for everything was, she is my queen. No, sir, get your hole in check. She Stop is not your queen. neutral. Um, let's see, yeah, number six, we already talked about Arya killing the Night King. Um, we talked about Jamie losing his hand. Right. Um, number eight, we haven't gotten into Ramsey Bolton uh, demasculating Theon. That is not greatness. You should put Ramsey Bolton's death because that <laughs> was greatness. That demasculating Theon hurt my feelings. But remember, well, we didn't like Theon at that point. We didn't like him. It was still wrong. All that shit was we wrong. We hated Theon because Theon was trying to, Theon was killing somebody that he shouldn't have been killing. And remember, he he did the worst beheading in life. Okay? When you behead somebody, you give them one swipe, and that's it. He had to keep sitting there chopping at the dude's neck, blood spewing everywhere. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Dude over there suffering, screaming. The crowd is just like, you know, he was get, he was feeling himself in that moment. There was nothing I liked about that whole Ramsey Bolton era because Ramsey Bolton was the first psychopath they legitimately showed us in this series. I think he was the only psychopath besides Daenerys at the end that they well, showed no, us in this series. Joffrey was a little crazy too. Uh, okay. Because remember, Joffrey didn't win in that brothel and killing all the bastard kids of Robert Baratheon. You're right. So he was the, and then we got, and then, but we didn't think it could get any worse than Joffrey. And then we got Ramsey, and Ramsey showed us true medieval torture. It was like medieval torture 1101. It wasn't even torture. It was what the hell wrong with you? Who hurt you as a child? He was <laughs> You remember He's the crazy. episode when, uh, when Lord Baelish brought Sansa to him? And you remember how evil he was just standing there looking? He was just. <laughs> He had that evil look on his face. <laughs> oh, my quam is gonna get into the sparrows in a minute. <laughs> um, let's see. We're gonna go to back to Littlefinger, Lord Baelish, when he pushed old girl down the that shit was just funny. It wasn't even nothing to it. It was just hilarious because he did it so carefree, like uh, whatever. <laughs> It was so like nonchalant. It was just about as bad as Jamie pushing Brand out the window. It was like, uh huh. But I think Lord Baelish felt something more when he did it. When he he felt, I, he looked like he felt liberated, and the lady didn't even have him on lock. So he would tie her talking. Like, <laughs> bitch, shut up. That was it. He's like, shut up and go on, man. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna be the Lord of the Veil. I don't know what you're doing, but." 
<laughs> I, I was I was speechless after that. Um, and then let's see, ten when Cersei blew up the sparrows. <laughs> The sparrows was a little overly religious, mind you. Not that I like Cersei, not that I'm taking up for Cersei, because I'm not. But the sparrows were very, they were, they were really they were cultish, over religious. And uh, I mean, she did get hers for that. You know, they had kept her in that little dungeon, and they exposed her for for the incest and. And she did the walk of shame. She did the little walk of shame and uh, they cut her hair. So, you know, and for what, you know, they tried to make us feel sorry for Cersei for like five seconds. I didn't. Nah, bro. Nah. I didn't feel sorry for her. But they tried to make us feel a little bit sorry for her. I didn't. But, you know, and you know, she she played the game for a minute. She acted like she was, she was, she acted like she had got humble for about. She was delivered. Yeah, she had to deliver for about five minutes and blew them all away, including her son Thomas, uh, girl. Marjorie uh, Tyrell was in there when it happened. Thomas was the one who jumped out the window. I was like, who jumped out the window? Her son. Thomas jumped out the window. Yep. He did a free fall. was like, his mom killed his bride. He said, fuck this shit. He didn't want to be king no way. Well, exactly. We knew he wasn't ready to be the king no way. We knew he wasn't ready. Uh, <laughs> Those are some good moments. You you did good with that list. I mad. I, I I had to to bring it there. And you know, over the years, memes have gotten better for Game of Thrones because see, not many people were watching it like that. And then as the years went on, uh, like within the last couple of seasons, and people started jumping on the bandwagon, these memes got real funny. No, keep you booked. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that one had me in tears. Another one that got me was um, at the beginning of the season when somebody said, Brand ain't nothing but Jaden Smith in a fur coat. I think I spit that out. That was the truth. <laughs> With them revelations, he becoming too like, nobody else thought of this. Somebody said in episode, episode three, when they was fighting the White Walkers, Daenerys was outside in her house coat and didn't bring no ghost and drunk. Let me tell you something. When Daenerys picked up a knife in this, I mean, a sword in this season, I had to think about it. Then who taught her to fight? When did she learn this in all these seasons? And I realized she really didn't learn nothing. She was just trying to survive. She was just trying to survive. But those memes had me hilarious. Y'all done put, and I know ain't nothing but child black people done put crying Michael Jordan memes on oh, everybody. They done put crying Michael Jordan memes on the Night King. I had tears in my eyes when I seen that. I'm like, y'all are too much. <coughs> the memes was greatness. They were. <laughs> the, the memes kept me rolling. I think that's also one of my favorite um, favorite part of the internet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Period. Y'all wilding on these internets. <laughs> we gave and they don't waste no time. I'm trying to figure out who up in the wee hours of the night got these memes rolling the very next day before I can wake up. 
And the brand memes have me rolling the most. Have you seen some of these brand memes? <laughs> Wait, no. Have you seen the uh the behind the scenes shot where Brand got his legs out from underneath that blanket and he was sitting up there <laughs> with the bare legs? <laughs> I said, damn, we ain't seen brand legs all season. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I, as a whole, um, it was good. The series was good. Everything was good. Yes, we got kind of disappointed in the end. I will say season eight was garbage to me. I was mad. But I'm going to say that the books are going to be the saving grace because he has already said that the books will not have the same ending. So I'm going to let you take your time and end these books right because you didn't end them right this time. And I'm also excited about these spinoffs, even mm -hmm. though they're all supposed to be prequels, which kind of sucks. But I'm still excited nonetheless, because it means I'm going to get some more of Westeros, some more of the North, some more of something. What do you think is a good place to start off Because, you know, they could go into, like, maybe telling a backstory of the Night King. So I did see something about, forest, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, I did see something about like the the Targaryen um lineage. We're gonna get that story. The Mad King, we're gonna get his story. That's what I know. Um, but other than that, they really ain't dropping no hints. Um I, I go back and, and tell us about um but the, the how the Night King came and how the children of the forest like created him to protect themselves and now they're because yeah, it was a very brief episode and the Night King. That we know of. Yeah, it was a very brief episode. They didn't give us enough details. So I would and like I would like to see that. You're right. How um how Jon Snow when he took the um the wildlings out into the forest, because you know it's like in their minds there's no more threat anymore. The night king is gone, they can expand their territory. And that's what I saw that as them being um the night's watch post and going off like, okay, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. Let's go out, let's let's get out here. I don't know what they were scared for. No way. They had torment. You know, Brian's bang was that. He was one of my favorite side characters all the time. Yes. Let, let's, take, let's take a moment for all the heartbreak that's happened. You know, we talked about Jorah, who, who died in the friend zone. Torment had to see Jamie taking his girl. Torment was hitting on Brian <laughs> from the beginning. Is the big lady still here? here? <laughs> and he was in his feelings. He's just like, I can't believe this. Like, he really gonna do <laughs> right. He was He's the big lady still here. That shit killed me every time. He was. Oh, and let's let's not forget um Gentry proposing to Aria. <laughs> I don't know why he hurt his own feelings like that. He knew Aria look like she finna settle down. Sir, she told you, hey, take them pants off. I ain't the red witch. Come on with it. Come on with it. That's <laughs> not the kind of girl you propose to. She can she have Arya's a trained assassin. What did she look like sitting up in the house being a wife? And he couldn't wait for him to get this much power. Uh Daenerys gave him a little title so he could feel highborn as a bastard child. And he's like, Oh, so I got a little status now. Let me go ahead and get in here. Arya was not gonna go for that. And then was like, You sweet, but you know. <laughs> that ain't me. That's what she said. That ain't me. That ain't me. Um, that ain't me. Uh, I feel bad for Grey Worm. 
I really did want him and Masandi to be a thing. Yeah, because, I mean, the man already lost his manhood. Then y'all gonna take his girl, probably the only girl in the world who's accepting of him not having his manhood. That was <laughs> Well, you know, I heard, this is what I heard, that it's not, it's not like the, um, what, what was Varys? Varys was a eunuch. Yeah. That they're not like a eunuch. That it's still there, the main part, but the part that lets them have children, the fertile part, not there. I thought that's what a eunuch was. I thought eunuchs just didn't have no balls. You just trying to be nice about it. Eunuchs ain't got no balls. <laughs> but I, I think thought that's what that was. That that's how they did the unsullied. So if they, you know, they're not all the way out, they just not can't bear children, apparently. I'm gonna make you laugh. So last year, you know, I had a Game of Thrones baby shower. Yes. So every food item had a name. Oh, no. What did you name? So we had meatballs <laughs> that were the jewels of the Unsullied. And Tommy would not let me put the damn marker on the table. He was like, no, nah, they're just meatballs. Don't do that. I can't eat that after that. But my meatballs were the jewel of the unsullied in my mind. <laughs> but yes, y'all, that's how much of a fan I am. My baby shower was Game of Thrones, if you didn't know. Shout out to Grey Worm. <laughs> it's me. He made the menu. It's me. I know, girl. I'm so much of a Game of Thrones. My, my Instagram name is Game of Rose. I'll at me. <laughs> oh, so Liz, you're so right. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so R-H-O-S. I'm drunk too much. Woo! Come on, Cersei and her sangria. <laughs> right. I'd have had two glasses, and I still got to go eat something. Shout out, Mama. We finna go get food. Um. So what's next? What is next for Thor and Hooch? Um, well, first, let's get into... <clears throat> Social media, you guys, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at um, The Fifth Wall, The Fifth Column, and Temper Drinks, so you guys can stay up to date on our latest episodes, how to follow us, how to participate when we have giveaways, our podcast on Spotify and Google Podcasts, Anchor, oh. and stuff. Paul. Oh. We got a fan out there that's probably highly upset with me. Um, Marquand, <laughs> I am so sorry. You want our giveaway? I owe you some items. I have not made it to ship those off yet. I did not forget you. I got you. I will be sending you a DM. My bad. <laughs> but we got you though. We're gonna do another one um real soon. Um, and our next topic is going to be books. Um I thought about that after it chapter two was coming out soon. And um, <clears throat> the book that we all loved as a child, the scary stories to, to tell in the dark, that, that whole series, they made those books into a movie. So I'm like, you know what? Let's talk about our favorite um, authors and books. Okay. And mystery and stuff. Let's talk about our favorite Goosebump books that we used to read, our favorite Stephen King novels. Any other um, horror, mystery, suspense writers that we kind of flock to and, you know, books to movies that we like. So we're going to get into all of that. So catch up on your reading and your favorite 
authors and your books to movie lists that we don't know about or that's coming out. There's some suggestions. Because we're going to get into that because I'm a big bookworm. <laughs> I've always been a bookworm. So we're definitely going to have to talk about that um, next uh, next episode. Side note, y'all count Twilight as horror? Hell no. That's fantasy. <laughs> so I can't talk about Twilight next episode. <laughs> I mean, you can but it ain't scary or nothing. That was some foo foo. I I was so mad at them by them vampires was all glittery and shit. That's no, not no, what no, I. No, okay, don't do it. Don't do Twilight. Okay. <laughs> I mean, now, I watched the whole series and I was a fan, but they and vampires read, was weak. I was I read for the, the ass books that was like this. <laughs> no, I ain't read the books. No, I ain't do that. I ain't do that. I still got my books. So you know what? We are gonna talk about all of them, even if you don't think it's horror. Some good suspense novels. Give us some suggestions of what we should be reading. Hit us in them DMs. Books. Give us some black authors of horror. Um, because there's not that many out there. I was like, damn, I gotta look that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a book coming out soon that is actually um sci-fi suspense horror type book. Um so okay. I get into all of that. <laughs> so stay tuned, follow us. I hope you guys go fix this wonderful drink. I drink and I know things. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'll be drinking all weekend. <laughs> Y'all tell nobody that. Memorial Day weekend um, special salute and shout out to all of our military personnel. Most definitely. We appreciate all your service. Cousin, military, um, sorority sisters in the military. Love you guys. Um, you guys have a good weekend. Turn up and stay in touch. See you guys next time.